0: People don't connect with. I mean, unless it's like you know, some. I mean, a product that they just really, 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 really love. You know, generally we like to connect with the people that are part of that company.
1: Welcome to Star of the Day. I'm your host Jared Easley today again. Josh Ellidge. Uh, you could say he's from Up My Influence. You could say he's from Savings Angel. You could say he's from all over the internet. All of all these things would be true, Josh. It's great to see you, and it's great to sit down again. You, yeah. no stranger to the show, of course. No,
0: so welcome Jared, back. You and I, man, we go way back. The early days. The early days. Yes. You know, pro, this is pre-podcast right. movement. That's true. And Lou Mangello, yes. mutual friend invited me to a meetup at downtown disney you drove up which is now disney springs disney so, so that Springs told yeah, you how long ago we're talking <laughs> right, about right, yeah, right right i also call the willis right. tower to the sears tower when i'm <laughs> in chicago i'm so. always
1: going to call it the sears tower <laughs> and I, yeah anybody that wants to argue that should probably unsubscribe <laughs> but uh no don't do that actually <laughs> okay but yeah no I, we did we met in orlando at yeah that, and and i need i don't think either of us at that particular moment realized uh, not only would our friendship last up to this point, yeah. but
0: you know, the opportunities that would open oh, up huge. from those types of connections. It was huge. I just yeah. started a podcast, didn't really know what I was doing, just kind of faking my way through it. And so that was, I think I would, I was podcasting maybe about four months. Lou found out about it. We met at a green room at a TV station. He said, come to this meetup. Sounds great. And then you said, well, you need to come to podcast movement. Yes. And and at the time that was, uh, you know, our business went from I mean we were doing really really good like seven figure a year kind of territory and then it kind of crashed so Savings Angel our other company really exploded with extreme couponing and so that was a major trend that's just absolutely blew up our business but then as fast as it skyrocketed it kind of came down pretty hard what, as well what
1: was the catalyst
0: for it you know doing so well and then all of a sudden there was a you know change in the market yeah so so we were positioned so we launched Savings Angel Actually, when the economy was pretty good and then the economy tanked yeah. and then we started doing better and then extreme couponing came out and then we started doing even better. I mean, we were having six figure months. I mean, it's crazy. And we, what we, we used to be a membership-based website where we would have, we had a team of over 50 people and we would database and figure out ways scientifically how you could get the lowest price on everything that you buy at the grocery store. So we'd say, take this coupon, bring it into publics, bring it into wherever and you can get Cheerios for 25 cents a box that, you know that kind of stuff. So basically extreme couponing without all the extreme lifestyle right yeah so that's that was kind of the meteoric rise and then but what happened is you know and this happens in business is there's just product life cycles and you know people there's going to be some things that come out people are going to stop buying it. And so I think as entrepreneurs you know some things can absolutely stand the test of time. And it's really critical that when you build a business. So I spend a lot of time in the kind of the Tony Robbins space, and uh, so his, at Business Mastery, you know, he talks about building your business for winter because you know, so whatever you're doing right now, it might not be a hip thing to do three years from now, five mm. years from now. Like things change, you know. That's yeah. that's the one constant in business, especially if you're in the tech space. You know, podcasting. You know, technology is going to change. Trends are going to come, and as a as a business owner as an entrepreneur we have to think about everything that could possibly happen in a negative way and plan for it so yeah back then i didn't really plan for that but i heard about this great thing called podcasting i'm like well i got nothing else i uh, you know on the list i better start podcasting and it wasn't until i was kind of forced into like i didn't want to podcast because I don't mean to keep going on and on, but I, 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 I love I, this.
1: I, I enjoy the story because it leads into kind now. So right.
0: podcasting for me, even though I'd done like a ton of media, TV, radio, writing a syndicated newspaper column. A ton call, of media. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's over 2,000 times now. But what's really interesting wow. is podcasting, Jared, for me was still really scary because that's where you know, you're know you just going to turn on a mic and mm-hmm. then just talk from the heart for a period of time. And it felt it was a new level of vulnerability. Like generally in media, it's kind of a controlled environment. You're going to do like a three minute segment. You know exactly what they're going to ask. You know exactly what the answers are. Boom, 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 done. You're out of there. But podcasting, it's more long form. And so, you know, being able to improv and just be authentic and find your voice and, you know, it's something that doesn't happen right away. And I was so scared with that first episode. And if you go back and listen to my, <laughs> my first episode, oh, you can hear the fear I, in my voice. And I can't
1: even go back and listen to my no, first Oh my gosh, They're no, so no, bad. no, no, yeah. <laughs>
0: right,
1: so Josh, what I love about uh, this is, is, you know, you mentioned the, you realized, okay, there's a season of time and yes. there's a harvest, but that may not always, that may not always re- recycle or whatever or return. So you at some point realize, okay, I can continue to do Savings Angel to yes. a degree. It might not be on the level that it was, uh-huh. but there's also an opportunity to help others get into the media space. Like you've had the opportunity, you mentioned yeah. 2,000 times. I mean, a lot of people are like scratching their head. How in the world does anybody even do mm-hmm. that? So here we are several years later with Up My
0: Influence. Sure. Let's what, how did that get started? Well, Why? And, and now let's talk about where we are. Yeah. It's, so I, I have a fundamental belief that anytime that you achieve any amount of success or you gain some insight, when you get right. good at something, I believe that we're here on the earth to serve other people. Yeah. And so when we have new discoveries, it's imperative that we inspire other people, that we teach other people, that we give to other people. So I did a lot of pro bono consulting on exactly like how I get in the media you know how I did all of that stuff and I was doing pro bono consulting in the startup community in Orlando where where I live and I started giving lots of advice doing workshops and then people started having success with what I was telling them what to, telling them to do and then they said well can we pay you can we hire you And I, and I,
1: let me think about
0: that. Yeah. I, I, you know, at the time I was like, well, I kind of got my hands full, but okay, sure. And so, you know, and it just kind of started, you know, we had a few iterations, but now about five, six years into this, I can tell you that it's, it is such an honor to be able to do the kind of work that we do, serving our clients, seeing them. See their dreams come true. Like when we can get them onto, you know, stages, virtual stages, and working with influencers and, and you know, getting their name and lights, basically, it's really, really cool. Because when you have that authority, I mean, just everything in business is easier when you're respected, when people right, know, right. People like, and know trust who you. you are and they're that's like, okay, it. this
1: guy's got. Absolutely, and and he's got experience. He's not you know somebody just messing around. That's
0: right. That's right. And I think where people are craving authenticity, Mm -hmm. and people are craving you know they want to see an expert that has. Have you really done the deal? Are you you know? And that authority, by the way, comes from three places. It comes from do you have any kind of success? Like have you? Because you know what you don't want to do is like well I'm not I haven't done it but uh, you can pay me and I'll do it for you kind of stuff. Like I, I think that. People are, consumers are demanding more experts based on, have you actually done the deal? And number two, in terms of where authority comes from, your social proof, which I think is really big. I think we judge a company based on what kind of engagement, what kind of audience they have. And and that's very easy to find out. Right. And then number three would be your associations. And so when people find out that, you know, that, that you do the work you do with podcast movement and podcast movement, so success, fabulously successful, instantly someone's, perception of you goes way up, you know, because they, they know of that association, which with, is humbling.
1: Yeah. Uh, because I think you're the same way, but for me, that's, that's not necessarily who I am. I'm not trying necessarily to be, and look at me, and that, look see, at me. And, right. And, exactly.
0: And, yeah. So, and we do run into that a lot where people right. are like, Oh, I don't want to brag. It's like, look, think of Oprah. Oprah has Oprah magazine. Has she ever put her face on the cover of Oprah magazine? Once or twice, I think. <laughs> maybe every and, e- maybe see, every edition of that magazine. I'm not convinced that Oprah does it for herself. And I don't I'm not convinced that she does it for her ego. Now this is an interesting thought. I haven't thought about that. Tell me why. She's doing it because people connect with people. People don't connect with I mean, unless it's like You know, some, I mean, a product that they just really, 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 really love. You know, generally, we like to connect with the people that are part of that company. So, what that means, and we see this a lot. So, a brand will come to us, and I'll go to their website, and I'm like, well, is this company run by a bunch of robots? Because I don't see any faces. I don't see any names. I don't see any, hey, how are you doing?